The Mitchell's Front Page Podcast is brought to you by Geelong Bank. Listen live on 94.7 The Pulse, Mondays and Tuesdays from 9 till 11. Banning COVID conversations in the workplace on the line to talk about it. We've got Lizanne Eriks, who is a mediation and conflict expert. Lizanne, thanks for being on the program once again. Oh, thanks for having me, Mitchell. It's always a pleasure to talk to you. Thank you. Um, when I arrive here at the station, usually the first thing that people want to talk about is COVID-19, and then it's probably the last thing uh, that people want to talk about as you leave as well. So it's on everyone's minds, particularly with another lockdown here in Victoria. But apparently you're saying some people aren't very happy about this. Well, I think it's um, talking about COVID is one thing. So, and I totally understand you guys are in lockdown and, and people are suffering. So, I think that's a, uh, that's that's one kind of conversation. But when it becomes about are you, you know, for vaccinations, against vaccinations, for lockdowns, against that kind of stuff, it really becomes um, a really difficult conversation. And I have no problem with having difficult conversations. It's what I teach people. But I do think in the workplace, you know, people also have to be allowed not to want to talk about that because maybe, you know, there's other subjects that we don't always go and ask people about. We, we don't normally go around and say, who do you vote for or something like that. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I think... I think um, also, some people are really sick of talking about it. They just want to have a distraction at work and do something different just to get a break from it. Um, so I, I, my point is more like talk about it, but ask if people are okay to talk about it. Someone might say, listen, I'm really not up for this conversation right now. I just want to, I just want to do some work or, or, or talk about something a bit lighter if that's okay. And you're dead right. It is probably one of the most polarizing issues at the moment. There's people on both sides of the lockdown, the opening up argument, and even the vaccination itself is quite a polarizing issue. And uh, people will staunchly defend their position on both sides of the argument. So very hard to actually uh, reach, I suppose, a peaceful conclusion to that sort of conversation. Yeah, absolutely. So the question is, do you need to have that with a work colleague or not? With some people in your life, you might need to have this conversation, but with a work colleague, it depends also on your relationship. And and so I think a work environment is just a different environment than a family environment. And, and I have to say, Mitchell, the other day, I was, I'm a mediator, right? And I was at a family dinner and two of my family members started having the conversation and they disagreed. And at one point, I was almost mediating and I was like, it's Saturday night. I feel like I'm at work. Stop it. That's right. You don't get a break on the weekends, do you? <laughs> no, that's right. But I think it's a good conversation to have but I just think be careful about it and just just make sure that, that people can feel comfortable at work. It's just it, it is causing this really um, nervous and tensioned kind of undercurrent and I think that's what you do want to avoid in the, in the workplace. I'm just wondering what your viewpoint might be on having those difficult conversations around for example the vaccination because I've heard that there's some workplaces that are saying to their staff you have to get vaccinated and some people don't want to for example. Mm. Um, I just wonder is it actually possible to change people's minds simply because there's that much information out there now uh, both for against the vaccination that people have had more than enough time to read all of that information to come to their own conclusion so is someone coming in saying you should get vaccinated really going to change their perspective well no probably not in that way but what well possibly i mean it depends how strongly people feel about it right if people feel like because i think there's um you know we had anti-vaxxers like a long time ago and, and i think those people will be very uh, strong in their stance but i think with covid vaccine it's, it's a little bit different so some people are um, not necessarily against vaccination to have their kids vaccinated, for example, but they just have concerns about this vaccine. So it's more around 
I think the first thing is that you really have to listen to people because what most people do, it goes from zero to hero really quickly. Mm. And people are like, well, you're just stupid or not smart or whatever. They start calling each other's names and, and don't listen. So there is not actually a real conversation. So I think you just got to really listen to what people's concerns actually are. So it might be that they think it's gone really quickly and then you can say to them, well, would you like me to give you some, you know, research or things around where it get ex- gets explained why that is that way or, um, you know, the concern is whatever the concern is and then see if you can address the concern. I think that's a really constructive way of going about it. So actually listening to people, don't say that it's stupid the way they feel or invalidate how they see things. And also ask people, where did you get this information from? Because I do think a lot of people say, oh, I have researched this, but what does that actually mean? You know, is it a YouTube video or is it someone that is a peer-reviewed person or is it um, just seeing some stuff from social media because researching is actually like people do that for a living. It's not that easy to research properly. Mm. So, you know, so I think it's just having those kind of conversations, but don't make people feel that their opinion is not okay. Or don't make people feel that they're, um, you know, doing something really stupid because then people just get defensive and they won't listen anymore. I'm just wondering if you're in a workplace environment and you're sick of people talking about COVID and vaccinations and lockdowns and you didn't want that conversation to continue, how would you communicate that? Because I'm just wondering, some people would be a bit reluctant to say, I don't want to talk about this because they may be perceived by their work colleagues being, you know, a bit emotionally fragile or something like that. So how do you do it in a, in a tactful and uh, conflict-free way? I think it's just to be really honest and again without right saying, listen, I get that you want to talk about this today and maybe there's someone who's really uh, would love to have this conversation, but to be honest, I have a really big project on today I need to focus on and and I'm just, you know, I'm just really love to not talk about COVID for a couple of hours. I'm, I'm actually really um, over the conversation or something like that, but just make sure it's not about that person. So saying, you know, it's not nothing against you, mm. um, but yeah, can I just... Can we just not have this conversation at the moment? I, I have it all day, every day, or um, I don't want to want, want to get into an argument with people at work. So you just explain to people why you don't want to have it. And I, I think people will be completely fine with it. As long as you don't attack the person, just talk about the issue at hand um, and uh, and ask them to not have that conversation. Or, or even say to them, I'm happy to have it another time, but not now. Or I don't think people would have an issue with it. To be honest, I think most people I talk to would actually agree to it. <laughs> <laughs> and how common is it for a workplace to say, you know, these are the things you are allowed to talk about and these are the things you aren't allowed to talk about. And I suppose, how do they go about enforcing that? And I suppose you have to have like a, an HR policy. But does that sort of approach work? Oh, I, I don't know. I, I, I would feel a bit icky about that if, it, if a company says you, you, you cannot talk about these. I mean, we live in a free world, right? So I, I don't know. If I would be a company, I wouldn't make it a HR policy not to talk about COVID. Um, but if I would be managing people, I would say, listen, guys, just be mindful of this conversation and how it can make people feel because maybe someone is in an environment that everyone is for vaccination, they're against and they just don't want to be judged or whatever it might be, but they do their job really well. Like it's not necessarily related to their job. So um, just, just just make people mindful and, and uh, encourage people to speak up if they're not comfortable about it. That's, that's what I would do. And I'm just wondering in your expertise and looking at this, is this more difficult than some of the other subjects that are contrary? that come up simply because they may be quite short-lived and they're over quite quickly, whereas COVID has been with us now for, say, 18 months and probably will be around for a lot longer yet. And the idea of lockdowns and vaccinations is probably going to be at least well into next year. So it's something that I think has brought about a lot of fatigue. Is this different to a lot of the other issues that you see that cause conflict? 
Um, well, I think people are really also really, you know, have been fearful and things have been uncertain. So definitely, and, and, and the world has just changed so rapidly for people. So, and I don't think this is something we have experienced well in, in, in all in my lifetime anyway. I mean, I don't know how old you are, Mitchell, but yes. so it is really, uh, so I think that that's really different. And, and I guess, um, it, it, like I said, I do think it's really important to have difficult conversation, but I think it has to be appropriate for the environment that you're in. Because someone, even if they are not for vaccination or for, like if you work in an environment, they do their job really well, and you can still have a really good relationship with disagreeing about that, if that makes any sense. Some difficult conversations that I talk to people about having in the workplace, it's really around, okay, you... You need to have that conversation with that person because it's impacting your relationship. It's impacting how you can do your job. So that's a very different kind of conversation than this one. This is more, this is, this is very, very value based. Um, and, um, I, I do think it's, it, it's, it's, it's caused a lot of, yeah, a lot of, it's polarized people very much. And, uh, and I do think it's a, well, it, it's a very touchy subject. That's for sure. I think the challenge is that some people take disagreement differently. I mean, some people you can disagree and still get along with them quite well. And, you know, it's water off a duck's mm. back. Other people, uh, if you disagree with their opinion, they take it very personally and get very, very yeah. upset. And I suppose it's not mm. always easy to gauge how they may react ahead of the disagreement. It's only after the fact. Yeah, no, and, and normally I, I wouldn't have, like I said, I wouldn't have an issue with it, for example, about work performance or something else difficult. But in this case, yeah, it can really, um, I've heard it from a lot of people who are, uh, you know, it, it ruined their relationship at work. And, and it's, it's just a shame. It, it, it's really difficult. And I think the conversations are only going to ramp up now because now, because I work and do a lot of family law stuff as well, like mediations. And mm. um, now we're going to have kids getting vaccinated. I saw on the news last night that um, Pfizer is talking about kids from the age of five. I'm not sure. I'm not an expert on how mm. that's going, but that's where we're heading. Um, so that will change the conversation again, I think, and that will make people um, quite emotional about it as well, I think. Look, thanks very much for being on the program. Really appreciate it as always. And uh, I'm sure there'll be plenty more issues to talk about in the future relating to yeah. conflict and mediation, <laughs> as you've said. Yeah. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, Mitchell. Thank Have a you. great day. Lizanne Eriks with us there, who is a mediation and conflict expert. The Mitchell's Front Page Podcast is brought to you by Geelong Bank. Listen live on 94.7 The Pulse, Mondays and Tuesdays from 9 to 11. Or search for Mitchell's Front Page on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or wherever you get your podcasts.